So I guess we'll now uh, move on to the NFC North. Yes. And the uh, Chicago Bears. This is going to be a hefty, uh, a lengthy uh, um, more direct power hour. Should, should we keep going, or are we going to keep it in one? Um, we can split it later or whatever, too. So we'll figure yeah. it out. <laughs> yeah. And NFC North. Okay. You want to go through the uh the, the Bears quarterbacks? Sure. We've got uh presumed starter Justin Fields, as long as he's healthy. Uh PJ Walker, uh old friend Nathan Peterman, and uh, <laughs> a third on the depth chart right now, and Tyson Agent fourth. Yeah. Um Fields, of course, is the starter. Uh, the Bears had the number one overall pick last year, but they opted not to draft another quarterback and instead traded back with the Panthers, who ended up taking uh, Bryce Young. So the, the Bears must be comfortable with Justin Fields. He was the 11th overall pick in 2021 out of Ohio State. He was kind of a high school rival of Trevor Lawrence. Uh, he had also been uh, he, also from Georgia, like Lawrence. He started at the University of Georgia, but then transferred uh, away because he was stuck behind Jake Fromm, uh, just like Stetson Bennett was stuck behind Jake Fromm. Jake Fromm is now also uh, he's on the Commanders uh, roster. Um, we'll talk about Fromm, but uh, Fields uh, has tw- has started now two years primarily for the Bears. He's been hurt a couple of times. Um, he's five and twenty as a starter, so not very good record. Twenty four passing touchdowns, twenty one interceptions. But he did rush for 1,143 yards last year. He only passed for 2,200 yards-ish last year so in 15 games, so not so many yards. But um, he's perhaps the one of the great running quarterbacks, maybe the best running quarterback in the league, but he needs to improve his passing in the NFL to probably uh, NFL quarterback in general. But mm. Which okay. has shown like flashes of being... A uh, very exciting player, at least, anyway. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, you mentioned PJ Walker as the second one. He might he's probably battling for number two behind uh, with with Nathan Peterman. Walker is twenty eight, former undrafted free agent from Temple. Um, he helped Temple to success under Matt Rule, who became from the Temple head coach. Who was Temple head coach, then became the Baylor head coach, then became the Panthers head coach, where Walker got most of his uh, NFL experience. And now Rule, of course, is now the Nebraska head coach after kind of crashing out of, of um, Carolina. But um, Walker was uh, on the practice squad for Indianapolis until 2019. He then was with the Houston Roughnecks uh, in the XFL, and then has been Carolina backup the last three seasons um under mostly under rule uh seven career nfl starts four and three record 63.9 passer rating so not so great five touchdowns 11 interceptions not so great five games started for carolina last year so he at least has some experience and you might think his um nfl experience has not been so good but it actually is much better than his competitor uh nathan peterman's experience peterman is only uh peterman is 29 he was also he also uh, came out in the 2017 class. He was drafted in the fifth round from Pitt. He had started at Tennessee. Um, he's about 6'3". He's a 33 wonder. Like, so maybe that's one reason why he's stuck around. He has five NFL starts, but only a 39.4 passer rating. Famously, he had some really bad games with Buffalo early in his career. Four touchdowns, 13 interceptions. He's been with Buffalo. He's been with the Raiders uh, from 2019 to 2021. Um, John Gruden famously liked Nathan Peterman, um, but he never really, he never, I don't think he ever played, uh, started a game with the Raiders. And then this is his second season with the Bears. Uh, and then we have Tyson Bagent, uh, B A G E N T, undrafted free agent from Shepherd University, a Division II school in West Virginia. He won the Harlan Hill Trophy in 2021, which is kind of like the D2 Heisman. Um, 159 touchdowns in college, 40 interceptions. Most touchdown passes in NCAA history in any division, apparently. Wow. He's 6'3", but he's only a pocket passer. So unlike unlike uh, Fields, basically the other three quarterbacks are kind of um, more statuesque. And so... Um, Which is a little strange for 
you know, you know, switching uh, style of play from quarterback to quarterback. But sometimes that's an advantage, though, too, right? Yeah, yeah, you could say that. If you have to change up, then it's – but, you know, you know, your team has to be able to, uh, you know, accommodate that switch, right? Yeah, but after fields, we don't have a lot of great options in uh, Chicago. uh, But from the preseason game, all four quarterbacks did play – but listen to Justin Fields' line for the game, okay? <laughs> three of three, 129 yards and two touchdowns. He had a 62-yard touchdown pass and a 56-yard touchdown pass, and he only played two possessions. <laughs> I believe... 29 yards. I believe all of those passes were behind the line of scrimmage, though. They were, uh, they, they, all, they were all described as short pass, and then they went for a very long ways, yes. yeah. Yeah, so he had a... Wonderful statistical day, and he got the ball out, and he put it in the right spot. Uh, then he let the receivers do the work. But, uh, well, maybe the Bears' offense is just schemed so well now that will uh, happen. Yeah. Anymore? That's, that's quite a line, though. Three of three, 129 yards. And yeah. two- <laughs> that's funny. So, I mean, that one pass that did not go for a touchdown was a complete failure in comparison then, right? Yeah, yeah. It only yeah. went for, like, 11 yards, so garbage. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Maybe now on to Detroit. Uh, we've yeah. got uh, uh, number one starter uh, Jared Goff as the um, highest paid player in the NFC. Uh, I assume is going to be Detroit's number one starter, right? Uh, Thirty-one million dollar salary for this season, barring injury. Yeah. Uh, they also have uh, looks like Teddy Bridgewater has been like relatively recently picked up. Uh, is the number two guy on the depth chart at uh, two point six million for his uh, salary for this season? Uh, Nate Sudfeld, um, Adrian Martinez, and Hendon Hooker round out the uh, quarterback room for Detroit. Yeah, uh, Goff is their number one, former number one overall pick by the Rams in twenty sixteen. He went to Cal. Uh, he actually went to a Super Bowl for the Rams. Uh, lost in 2018 to uh, the Patriots in that awful 10 to three uh, Super Bowl. You remember that one? Uh, no. the, the, he was traded with uh, several draft picks to Detroit for Matt Stafford. Um, I think may, at least, may, perhaps both teams are happy with that trade at this point. Uh, Stafford won a Super Bowl with the Rams, and I think the Lions are in a solid position position to maybe contend the next couple of years. Uh, Goff is a pretty, uh, uh, yeah, 36 on the window, so he did pretty well on that test. So maybe a smart guy, solid NFL quarterback, maybe not spectacular, but solid. Uh, 155 touchdown, 155 touchdowns, career, 70 interceptions. This is going to be his third season with Detroit. Last year, he threw for 4,400 plus yards, 29 touchdowns, only seven interceptions, uh, 99.3 quarterback rating. So uh, passer rating so really good uh he's 54 45 and one as a starter plus a two and three playoff record he's uh six foot four he looks like a quarterback he's a pretty decent quarterback in the nfc he actually is a well above average quarterback where he might be somewhere in the middle overall in the nfl but um he's going to be the starter uh probably it seems like right now teddy bridgewater is going to be the number one backup um he was just signed a week or two ago mm-hmm. um he was one of the big names left out. Uh, he's he's only 30 still, Bridgewater. He seems like he's been around for a very long time, but he's only 30. Um, only a year older than Goff, who's going to be 29 next month. Uh, he was a 2014 overall first. Uh, he was 2014 first-round pick by the Vikings out of Louisville. He was a 32nd overall pick, so the last pick in the first round, much like uh, Lamar Jackson from Louisville as well, was the last pick in the first round. Um he played for the Vikings for his first four seasons. Uh, he got injured after the 2015 season and barely played for the Vikings after that. Um, but And that kind of led to the Kirk Cousins signing that the Vikings had. So we'll talk about him in a little bit. But um, he played for the Vikings through 2017. Jets practice squad uh, with New Orleans a couple of years in 18 to 19. He spent 2020 with Carolina, 2021 with Denver, 2022 with Miami. So he's been around a lot. He 
he's developing to a really good backup, decent spot starter, kind of a fringe starting quarterback probably in the NFL. A 33 and 32 record as a starter. He's not mobile maybe like he once was before his knee injury, uh, but 75 touchdowns, 47 interceptions, a 90.5 career quarterback rating, which is pretty good, especially for a um, a backup uh, passer. So he's a solid, solid backup. It seems like Detroit is probably going somewhat all in on this season. Like they're thinking like, well, if Goff gets hurt, we want someone who can still be a pretty good quarterback. And they, I think they have it with Bridgewater, mm-hmm. um, especially at least having Bridgewater until – they're maybe what maybe depending what they want to do with golf maybe their long-term quarterback prospect however is hendon hooker who was a third round draft pick this year from tennessee some people thought he might even slip into the bottom of the fifth of the first round um he's 25 kind of old for a um you know almost stetson bennett old for a uh, first year nfl player he's also injured injured his knee in december I believe um, mm. uh, he was uh, third round pick from Tennessee. He started at Virginia Tech, then he played for Tennessee the last two years. In his last two years at Tennessee, he's th- he threw fifty eight touchdowns, only five interceptions over two seasons. Uh, he rushed for over a thousand yards and ten touchdowns over those two seasons too. So, you know, maybe he's not the mobile player he once was, depending on how his knee works. But um, he's currently on the reserve non football injury list, so he's probably not going to be around most of the season and he was probably just drafted as a, again, a developmental player. And also maybe if golf becomes too expensive or if he gets hurt, maybe we'll have hooker Bridgewater is a stopgap in between. Um, but we also have two other quarterbacks on the roster, uh, Nate Sudfeld, um, who will be 30 years old uh, as well in October, former 2016 sixth round pick uh, by uh uh, Washington. Uh, he never played with Washington, but he uh, ended up going to the Eagles uh, for four seasons as a backup from 2017 to 2020. Um, and uh, he was uh, he, went, he went to Indiana as uh, in college. Uh, he probably most famously would play in 2021 well he didn't play at all in 2021 with san francisco but i think i think he was seen as a a potential uh future developmental quarterback in uh san francisco in 2021 san francisco famously goes through quarterbacks very quickly they all get injured there but i think with purdy uh getting picked uh sudfeld became uh expendable he, he went to detroit last year he's never started a game in his career career 188 yards passing I would say probably Bridgewater was brought in because they wanted a more experienced backup than Sudfeld, uh, who maybe could be fine, but we don't know. He's 6'6", so he's a big, tall guy, um, which is why probably he's um, stuck around in the league uh, for so long. Um, And then uh, fifth quarterback is Adrian Martinez, kind of a plucky but injury-prone, uh, hard luck case in college. He played for Nebraska for four seasons uh, and then played for K-State last year. Undrafted free agent, good runner, off, sometimes gets hurt. Uh, he's, he's probably competing with Sudfeld for number three uh, at the best case, but maybe a practice, probably a practice squad guy. Um, any comments on Detroit's quarterback? So in the first preseason game, Which, Sudfeld handled most of the duties, like three-fourths of the game, it looks like. And then Adrian Martinez finished yeah. um, that first game, at least anyway. So only only two of the five quarterbacks appeared in that mm. preseason game. But, you know, like you mentioned, Hinden Hooker is injured and not expected to play, I think, at all this season, right? Yeah, I don't think so either. Um, even... Even if he gets on the roster, he's probably not going to play because they have Goff in Bridgewater. Uh, and it's probably just best to let him hooker uh, rest. Um, it the seems like they actually tagged him as the injured list. A non-football injury is what he what they have him down as. Well, it was a non-Detroit Lions football injury, but it was a football yeah. injury. So it happened guess- before he was an NFL player, so it must be... Yes, non-pro football injury. Yeah, 
Yeah. Well, it seems like the Lions are at least prepared uh, if somebody goes down uh, their starter or if Goff somehow maybe has a bad um, few weeks or something like that, we can put Bridgewater in. But uh, their divisional counterparts, the Green Bay Packers, seem to have left no room for error in their quarterback room, even though there seems like there is going to be perhaps a lot of error happening. <laughs> um, what do you think of, so what's, what's going on in Green Bay? What, who do we have in there? Um, uh, yeah, only three quarterbacks. They didn't bring a fourth or fifth quarterback in like Detroit has. Uh, I mean, they are going all in on Jordan Love, presumably. Uh, they've also uh, brought out uh, Alex Magoo. <laughs> McGuff, Magoo, as I believe how is they yeah. say it. It looks like McGuff, perhaps, but it's yes. McGuff, but it's Magoo, yeah. Magoo, yeah. yeah. And uh, Sean Clifford as their third, maybe second quarterback, actually. Yeah, so they're, they're well, their two backups are both um cartoon characters. We have Mr. Magoo, and we have yes, uh, <laughs> Clifford, big red dog, big red dog. Uh, but and maybe it's about as comical as as that because I I don't the Packers starting quarterback is Jordan Love, uh, twenty four years old now, first round pick from Utah State in twenty twenty. He's been on the bench for three years behind Aaron Rodgers. Supposedly he was kind of Mahomes like, but he didn't have that much college success. His best season was his junior year. He kind of tailed off his senior year. Not much NFL success or experience. He only has one game started. Um, that was against Kansas City in 2021 when Rodgers was on was had COVID uh, when he famously said that he had been immunized instead of vaccinated yes. and was not immunized or vaccinated. Right, uh, but he's six four, big guy, but he has 606 career NFL passing yards, three touchdowns, three interceptions, and that by far is the most experience in the NFL of any of the quarterbacks on the Green Bay Packers roster right now. The backup. Or possibly third, they're, they're, the two quarterbacks battling for the backup position, at least at this point, are Alex Magoo. He's 27, former seventh round pick from uh, by Seattle in 2018. He went to Florida International University. Uh, he went, so he was picked up by Seattle. He went to Jacksonville. He went to Houston. He went to Seattle again. And then the USFL Birmingham Stallions, where he won the league championship in the USFL. Uh, but he was not the starting quarterback most of that year. He was actually filled in the championship game. Uh, so that maybe was a, uh, as compared to possibly what um, Philip Rivers might have uh, achieved in uh, the NFL. But um, no career NFL appearances. He is the nephew of former Chiefs punter Kelly Goodburn, who was the punter in the late 80s. Mm. Uh, I don't know, but that's Alex Magoo. No career NFL appearances were, uh, and he has as many NFL starts as and games as Sean Clifford, the new draft pick, fifth round draft pick from Penn State, who is 25 now. So again, he's an older guy too. Um, if you followed Penn State football last year, which I sort of did being at Penn State, uh, most of the fans uh, thought that freshman Drew Aller was a better player than Clifford by midseason, and they wanted Clifford benched for Drew Aller. Aller is possibly a Heisman Trophy dark horse and was a five-star recruit and was a seen as a potential pro prospect. Um, Clifford had a solid college record because Penn State's usually a good team, but he wasn't able to win really important games like against Ohio State or Michigan. So he was seen as kind of a failure, even though he was a um, long-term dependable starter for the Nittany Lions. Um he did do well in the Rose Bowl against Utah this past season. Um, he had, had 2,800 passing yards, uh, 24 touchdowns, seven interceptions last year and 13 starts, um, 86 touchdowns in college to 31 interceptions overall. So he's it was a solid quarterback. Uh, but Green Bay's really risking it, I think, at quarterback this year. There's no backup plan, really, if Love struggles. Are you going to put Magoo in or Clifford in? Um, you know, this is where somebody you would think like maybe this is where Carson Wentz would be, or somebody who was maybe um, a last minute cut uh, by one of the other teams needs to be brought in here because if Love struggles, the Packers are just out of it. It seems like I think I don't I don't know what 
there's no upside, I don't think, really, to either of these backup quarterbacks. I think you can say maybe there is upside to love, but uh, the other, but there's still a lot of potential. You can actually finish fourth in the division, right? I mean, that's not outside the realm of possibility. Yeah, I think it's possibly likely. Um, yeah, especially with Detroit on the rise. Minnesota, already a solid team. Mm-hmm. Bears aren't going to be as bad probably as they were last year. You wouldn't think so. And the Packers maybe are sinking. Um, they did play all three quarterbacks in their preseason game, which they won quite handily against uh, against Cincinnati. But well, know. what do we know? Maybe maybe they're going to blow everybody else out, and yeah. Love's going to uh, be. Looks like Clifford took the bulk of the playing time. He was twenty of twenty six. 208 yards, a touchdown, but also threw two interceptions. Mm. So, yeah, but they, they did score 36 points in the game, and it was, you know, points in every quarter. And, uh, you know, it looks like a pretty good game. But also they would have used their starters at least more than Cincinnati did because it doesn't look like Cincinnati used their starters at all. Yeah. Uh, Love had a decent start. It looks like he was... Seven of ten, 46 yards and a touchdown. Looks like Magoo only got one passing situation and he got sacked. <laughs> no, no, no attempts, no completions, but he was sacked one time. So, yeah, it shows three carries for minus three yards. So, I don't know if he just uh did kneel downs or I guess so, but he got sacked for <laughs> no yards though. So, I don't know. I guess those are probably kneel downs at the end, but did he get sacked in his only drop back? He was he was sacked a three yard sack for his last play. Oh, and he fumbled, which was recovered by Cincinnati. Ooh, poor Magoo. And then but Cincinnati was able to do anything with it. And then three kneel downs <laughs> to end the game. Yeah. Well, maybe Clifford then is on his way to being the number two starter, number two player, and Magoo is going to be the third quarterback. Yeah, that's that's what it's looking like, at least from indication from the first preseason game, which doesn't necessarily mean anything, right? But uh, yeah, that's what it looks like right now. Um, yeah, as a squad, Green Bay uh, by far the lowest paid uh, quarterback room of the of the division. Then, yeah, far cry. The uh, six point one combined million dollars compared to Detroit's thirty seven million. Mm-hmm. Um, what also falls along with the expectation for the team, though, too, right? So, yeah, I think it's it's if you spend the more well, I think the more that's invested in quarterback play, I think the better your team is going to be. Yeah. Sometimes that sometimes I guess that doesn't always correlate because good quarterbacks are usually more expensive, but young good quarterbacks are cheap for a little while, and then they. Really, um, skyrocket. Yeah, <laughs> but you have to, yeah, you have to be good though to actually make that worth anything. Uh, just having a young, cheap quarterback is not necessarily a benefit in and of itself. Um, the Minnesota Vikings should we move on uh, to yeah. them? The fourth team in the division alphabetically, but uh, the first place team last year and probably. Picked to probably repeat, maybe be challenged by Detroit this year. Mm-hmm. They have the most experienced quarterback in the division, along with Goff, probably the one who could claim maybe to be one of the top quarterbacks in the NFC. And that's Kirk Cousins at age 34 now. Fourth round pick in 2012 by Washington. That was the same year, famously, that RG3 was picked number two overall. And, uh, RG3 got hurt eventually, uh, maybe used poorly as a young player, injured his knees, and then uh, Cousins became the starter uh, as time went on in uh, Washington. Um, he's 6'3", 33 on the Wonderlic. He replaced RG3, but then he's, ended up, rather than staying in Washington, like I think the fans wanted him to do, he ended up signing a big contract in Minnesota where he was, at least for a little while, the league's highest paid quarterback, I believe. Mm. Um no, he's fourth in the NFC. Fourth in the NFC. Twenty point two million this season. Okay, he was making thirty something million. I think he took a little pay cut recently. Maybe, but he's a solid quarterback. But famously, he usually does best in the early slot on Sunday afternoon. 
whether it's noon central time or one Eastern, that's where he does his best work. Uh, in the in prime time, he usually struggles. In the playoffs, he hasn't been so great either. Um, last year, the Vikings, of course, lost a home playoff game to the Giants that they had been favored to win. Uh, he's overall though seventy two sixty three and two as a starter. Last year, he had twenty nine touchdowns, fourteen picks, and over forty five hundred yards passing. Career passing career passer rating of almost 100, 97.8. So he perhaps is one of the... Uh, but, you know, the Vikings are one of those... They remind me a little bit of the Chiefs, like, you know, Prima Holmes, you know, when they were always a good team, never really threatening to win the conference, but also you know, they were going to be solid and, you know, they have Alex Smith or Dave Craig or, uh, you know, Trent Green, you know, they have a decent quarterback, but no, not a great quarterback. Uh, and there'll be a, maybe a solid playoff team. Um, uh, the Vikings backup, it seems like this year will probably be Nick Mullins. We mentioned Mullins briefly. Mm. Uh, he was, uh, he's 28 now. He was an undrafted free agent out of Southern Mississippi in 2017. He shattered most of Brett Favre's passer ratings, uh, passer, passer records uh, there. He was a 49er for early part of his career. Um, he's 5-12 and 12 in his career as a starter. All but one of those games he started with the 49ers, mostly in 2018 and 2020 when Garoppolo was hurt. He was with Cleveland in 2021. He was with Minnesota last year. 27 career touchdowns, 23 interceptions. He's a decent backup quarterback. He could win games if called upon to do so. So, you know, solid backup, which, you know, I think a team like Green Bay would like to have. But, uh, the I, you know, I don't know why they don't. But the Vikings, at least, are, you know, they have Cousins, who's a, you know, veteran. Mullins, who's sort of a veteran, younger veteran, and they have a rookie in Jaron Hall, fifth round draft pick out of BYU. He's also 25, so a lot of older first round, uh, older draft picks. Um, he is older than Jordan Love, uh, for example, uh, uh, as is Sean Clifford. Um, he's also older than Justin Fields. Um, so, but but being at BYU, of course, uh, you have the, usually most of them have Mormon missions that last two years, so they're usually two, mm-hmm. about two years older uh, than most uh, guys coming out, but uh, he followed Zach Wilson as the starter. 31 touchdowns, six interceptions last year for the BYU Cougars, now in the Big 12. He's kind of a little guy, only about six feet tall, 3,100 yards passing. Seems pretty mobile, but probably backup quarterback is probably his, his ceiling, I would guess, but you know, at least a developmental player. Hmm. Any comments on the Vikings situation? No, I didn't look to see what, what they did in the preseason game if they who they used and how much looks like uh mullins got the bulk of the play and uh jaron hall had some as well yeah mullins 14 to 20 139 yards and a touchdown no interceptions was not sacked that's not so bad yeah i think mullins mullins it seemed like he was able to win games at least for the 49ers uh, when he was not really expected to. Uh, C.J. Beathard at that point was the backup to Garoppolo, was thought to be a better out of Iowa. So, of course, uh, you're not a fan of of, of Beathard. Uh, Iowa State, Brock Purdy, of course, has done much better in San Francisco than Beathard ever did. So, uh, But Mullins was okay. Um, and he Proof that Iowa State is better than Iowa, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, do you think uh, Nick Mullins, being a Southern Miss graduate, uh, gave any money to the women's volleyball center that was uh, constructed by <laughs> Brett Favre. Uh, yeah. Totally probably. legitimately. Probably. <laughs> or whatever it was. Wasn't it a women's volleyball center or something? Yeah. I think that's what they were, what the aim was for. Yeah. was to. Yeah. Yes. What was it? They're pulling money from. Uh, Hurricane. Uh, yeah. It was, it was earmarked for. Uh, uh, some yeah, like a low income, low income, yeah, low, and, temporary yeah. assistance for needy families program. Well, child care assistance, job preparation, work assistance, yeah, um, yeah, <laughs> no, who knows? 
<laughs> Vol- yeah, the women's volleyball center. Yeah. But um, he was also wanted money for a new football facility to help recruit uh, Deion Sanders' son, mm. uh, Sanders. I don't know what happened with Shadur. S-H-E-D-U-R Sanders. Shadur. He's on the he's on Colorado, I guess, right now. That makes sense because his dad is the coach of Colorado. Yeah. He played at Jackson State. I really State. thought about that. Yeah. With that means, yeah, Deion Sanders is going to be in the Big 12. Yeah. This year, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't I hadn't even really thought that part of it though. That's kind of funny. Shadur Sanders was actually very good for Jackson State. Yeah. Yeah, he is he has a record of 21 and 3 as a starter. 70 touchdowns, 14 interceptions over those 24 games, um, 7,000 yards passing. So he's passed about 3,500 yards and 35 touchdowns on average this season. So that's, he might be a um, draft pick uh, next year since this will be his third um, third season. Yeah, interesting. Hmm. Um, but... That's not that's not a hear the matter for the Minnesota Vikings, but we have different approaches, I guess. And one of them, uh, when we, we the ones that we think are, are are probably solid are the Bears, the Lions, and the Vikings. At least those make sense to us. Where the the Packers don't, but maybe they've got something planned. Maybe they think, well, we'll just get the best quarterback that gets dropped, you know, gets cut. Uh, or we'll bring in Carson Wentz late if if it things seems like things are bad. I don't know. I just it seems like the Packers are under prepared. Like they've had all this time to think about what they're gonna do. Yeah, Rodgers leaves, but now we've oh what, what do we have? We have Jordan Love, Alex Magoo, and Sean Clifford. It's not like Rodgers retired suddenly. Like you know, um, Andrew yes. did when uh, we we'll contracts. About, we'll talk about Jacoby Brissett. You know, have, kind of having to step in for luck a couple of times, um, but. Yeah, it's it's strange what they're doing there in in, um, uh, in 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 Green Bay. Maybe it's also because they don't have an owner. Uh, they just don't have a you know they don't have somebody. You know, telling... a person that makes decisions. It's yeah. like a, it's a committee, right? That uh, mm-hmm. has to go through some a lot of procedures to make something happen. Is that how it works there? Yeah. Well, should we uh, shift over to the NFC East? NFC East, yeah, the East final was NFC conference, most competitive of the divisions last year, um, mm-hmm. and so probably not so competitive uh, in the quarterback positional competitions within the like the uh, some of the teams at least anyway. <laughs> well, we pretty have well defined as to who's going to be the starter. I think for most of it. For three of the four teams, at least, anyway. Yes. Yeah. So uh, yeah. Da- yeah. Kick off with Dallas here. Uh, Dak Prescott, obviously the number one starter there. Cooper Rush, who had filled in quite well, I think, for for Dak last year, seems to be obviously the number two, right? And then uh, Will Greer, th- third on the list, I suppose, right? Yeah. So we have three solid. Um. Quarterbacks are all about the same age. Deck Prescott's 30, Cooper Rush is 29, Will Greer is 28. Uh, Prescott is 30 years old, one of the elder statesmen now in the NFL for quarterbacks, um, for, especially in the NFC. Uh, fourth round pick uh, from Mississippi State in 2016. He was he was the NFC Offensive Rookie of the Year that year. He's been starting since his rookie year because uh, Tony Romo was injured most of that year, and then he retired shortly after so it's been basically the prescott show since he's been there which i don't think people expected when he was drafted i think they thought well maybe they can develop for a couple years under romo but romo retired more quickly than they thought and actually i think prescott was probably better than what they thought Mm -hmm. Um, he's 61 and 36 as a starter so a decent record two and four playoff record not great but not that bad for dallas giving that given their uh playoff lack of success in 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 this century um he's mobile though he runs less in 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 recent years 166 career touchdowns only 65 interceptions 
but he only started 12 games last year. He's missed significant time two out of the last three seasons. That could be, is that, is that coincidence? Is that a trend? Um, last year, even though he, uh, he, he, he didn't play particularly well in the regular season. He had 15 interceptions in only 12 games. He had 23 touchdowns. He had hurt his thumb on opening day, which kind of maybe affected him. But, um, you know, he could maybe be one of the top two or three quarterbacks in the conference as well. Uh, but last year, I think some people thought Cooper Rush might be at least maybe a Taylor Heineke story. Like, maybe not as good of, in the stats as... Prescott, but maybe if somebody that the team could rally around a little bit better than Prescott, who's maybe aloof a little bit or, or not. Um, I don't know. Maybe he's not the. I don't. He's not. He's not a popular guy the way some quarterbacks are by his team. I think he's not quite Russell Wilson. I don't think on one end, but I don't. I don't, yeah. I don't think he's beloved really by fans or players, because um, partly because he's good, but he's not good enough to be like a really really top guy, but. I don't think anybody should have ever expected him to be, but but he's kind of he's, he's the Cowboys quarterback. He's kind of thought he has to be. But uh, Cooper Rush is twenty nine, undrafted free agent from Central Michigan, the Chippewas. Um, he was with the Cowboys his entire career, other than a very short stint in twenty twenty on the Giants practice squad. Um, he started five games last year, six games overall, about fifteen hundred yards passing in his career, eight touchdowns, five interceptions. He has a five and one record though as a starter, so some like him better than than Dak. But even though he's not as good, uh, but Dak's just not the elite player. So so the backup quarterback is sometimes the most popular guy uh, in town, and that's what Cooper Rush is. He's a he's a you know a solid backup, probably not even a fringe starter, maybe a fringe fringe starter, but backup quarterback. Um, and I think that's kind of what uh, the third quarterback is, Will Greer. He's twenty eight. Third round pick from West Virginia. Yeah, he, he began his career at Florida, like a couple other quarterbacks that we've mentioned. Um, he was third round pick by Carolina in 2019. His first two years with Carolina, with Dallas, the last uh, since 2021. This will be his third season. He started two games as a rookie. No touchdowns, four interceptions. He hasn't played an NFL stat, snap since 2019, however. But he was a solid college quarterback. Maybe he has more upside than Rush. He was at least highly more highly touted, but he's 28 now, so you're a little bit long in the tooth for a developmental person. But um, I think maybe Greer could be okay, or Rush has proven himself to be an okay backup, and Prescott's a solid starter. So I think Dallas is pretty okay at the quarterback position um, because Rush has proven that he can at least step in for a little while if Prescott goes down. Yeah, you probably wouldn't want to start the season with him being your primary quarterback, but they're, but they're not. So it's there. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. And yeah. Rush makes, I mean, uh, Prescott makes a lot of money, which maybe also troubles uh, the Cowboys and kind of hamstrings them. Maybe a little bit like Kyler Murray does. You're stuck with this guy who has a lot of money. Is Ooh. there a market for him? If you wanted to trade him and get somebody really good, um, hard to say. Yeah, and uh, he is the second highest paid quarterback in the NFC. 26.8 million for this season uh looks like cooper rush is going to make about 2.1 million as the backup and uh they it looks like um greer actually handled most of the snaps uh in the preseason game uh he was 22 of 31 for 199 yards two touchdowns and an interception Cooper Rush, though, was 10 of 12 for 83 yards. I guess he was most likely the starter. I assume he was the starter for the game. Yeah. Interesting that a lot of these teams, like unlike the Chiefs yeah. who started Mahomes, a lot of these teams are not even playing their starter yet. Uh, what the- they have, like, they play, like, one series. or They, they played against Jacksonville. So Trevor Lawrence did have one series. Okay, so I guess different teams do different have different strategies. Yeah. Some teams do nothing. No starters. It's just all trying to figure out two, three, four you know, order of quarterbacks. Yeah. Yeah. But 10 or 12, 83 yards, that's a pretty good line for a series or two. That's right. But I don't think, but they're not concerned about this. I don't think they're, they're not really looking to determine who's which position because they already know. So that's not much evaluation to do here for, for Dallas, I think. 
probably not much evaluation next uh, uh, for the New York Giants either. Yeah, I think the Giants maybe are in the same boat as the Cowboys. They have an expensive quarterback who's pretty good, but probably not elite and somebody that could lead them to a championship. Although in the NFC, you don't necessarily need that. So um, this is Daniel Jones. He's 26. Uh, first round draft pick in 2019 from Duke. He was a three-year starter in college, but had pretty pedestrian stats. Um, in, uh, But he looks like a quarterback. He's big. He's mobile. Um, he, he has done much better under the new coach, Brian Dable. But uh, his stats still aren't that great. He had 3,200 yards passing last year, which in 1995 was a was a was a, a big a pretty good season for a quarterback. But in um, 2022 is below average in terms of passing yards. Only 15 touchdown passes, but only five interceptions. He did run for 708 yards as well. So he's he's maybe a Josh Allen light is his um ceiling it seems like but he signed this huge possibly crippling contract uh for uh the giants Mm -hmm. it was it's not terribly long at least the for the giants do you uh do you have the details of his contract uh well this season he's going to be making uh 21.8 million and uh tyrod taylor as the backup is making a pretty hefty sum 6.9 million for uh for a backup is a bit pricey, at least, anyway. Yeah, Taylor, Taylor's a good backup. He's a, a, a he's kind of a, a fringe starter. Uh, he's 34 now. He's older. Sixth round draft pick uh, from, from Virginia Tech by uh, the Ravens in 2011. He's played for the Ravens, the Bills, the Browns, the Chargers, the Texans, and now he's in his second season with the Giants. He used to be a kind of a running quarterback, but it's been more of a pocket passer late, uh, later in his career. 26, 25, and one uh, record as a starter. His most success was probably with Buffalo when uh, from uh, 2015 to 2017 when he had 60 touchdowns to 26 interceptions. He's a great backup though, but he's a, I'd say, um, you know, he also was perhaps penciled in as the starter for a little while in in in, uh, in the for the Chargers, uh, but then he famously had that uh, chest injury where he was injected with some sort of shot, but it went too far and like went into his lungs or his heart. And he couldn't play. It kind of collapsed along, yeah. Yeah, and uh, Justin Herbert got his start earlier than was expected, and Herbert never relinquished that role. So, yeah, Tyra Taylor was kind of Wally pipped out of the um, Chargers starting position, but he's been pretty good as a backup and in a a solid starter as well. So the Giants as well have a good backup plan at least for a few games if Jones gets hurt uh the third quarterback is less tested than uh uh than anyone uh, uh than than the cowboys though for sure uh and that's tommy devito uh who is an undrafted three free agent 2023 he's also 25 years old so but it's older quarterbacks uh he started at syracuse and then he had a graduate transfer to illinois last year he's a jersey guy uh that you probably could guess by the last name devito he's much taller than his possible uh uncle danny uh he is six foot two uh danny devito i think is uh they are they are not related no no i was was typing in are they related (laughs) hey tommy as you were just beginning the intro on him and it says no they are not related yeah so tommy devito had started back for syracuse back in 2019 then he got hurt and then kind of never recovered his job but in illinois he had a solid he uh he threw for 2600 yards 15 touchdowns, only four picks, leads the Illinois uh, finding a line eye to an eight and five record last year. So better than they've been in a long time. Uh, so, but he's probably kind of a fringe backup. So he, even, I would say even probably on your third string quarterback, he might be looking for somebody better than Tommy DeVito, but he'd be a, he'd be competing for this, for the, for the number two role on the Green Bay Packers at this point. Um, so, you know, the Giants are in much better position than the Packers are, but you might think the Giants might want a more experienced or at least maybe a higher upside guy than Tommy DeVito at number three. But uh, for now, I think he's probably a practice squad candidate. And yeah, you, you aren't kidding about um, Daniel Jones contract becoming potentially crippling though. Yeah. Cause his cap hit this season, uh, 21.8 million this season, 45 next year, there is a potential out before the 2025 season, but if not, if they, you know, if they, 
continue to, you know, keep him on the roster. Uh, 39 and a half for 2025 and 56 and a half for 2026. Yeah. Yeah. He's uh, going to be pricey. Yeah. So, um, maybe he'll have a leap like Josh Allen made, um, but maybe he'll just be a adequate quarterback as well. I think the Giants are probably, I think the overachieved last year, they're probably due for a regression to the mean, but who knows? Um, they have a lot of high hopes in in New York. Uh, they probably also have high hopes in Philadelphia uh, to replicate and perhaps improve upon even their season last year where they made the Super Bowl but uh, lost a close, hard-fought matchup to Kansas City Chiefs. Who do we have in Philadelphia as their, as their quarterbacks? So, yeah, so uh, they've got a pretty solid um... – lineup in the quarterback room anyway uh jalen hurts uh pretty good season last year maybe his one outlier season from what we've seen from him so far uh marcus Mariota is now there as a backup uh also there ian book and uh tanner mckee yeah so we have four quarterbacks um hurts is the starter of course he's 25 now um second round pick from Oklahoma uh in I think 2021 this is gonna be his third year in Alabama I mean third year in uh Philadelphia he started his career at Alabama where he was supplanted by Tua Tagovailoa famously uh but his great season at he was 2020 he was drafted uh great season OU in 2019 made him an NFL prospect um, gave a second round pick, solid runner, decent passer, you know, breakout pro season last year where he led, led the Eagles to the Super Bowl in this huge contract that he signed, $50 million a year. But is he another Carson Wentz? That was the last time the Eagles had a kind of breakout young quarterback who led the team to playoff success, but then Wentz kind of crumbled. But last year, uh, Hertz had 3,700 yards, 3,700 yards passing, 22 touchdowns, six interceptions. 101.5 passer rating plus 760. Grew much better maybe than people thought he would, but he did get hurt towards the end of the year. Um, you know, is he yet? But he had a play, pretty good playoff run uh, coming back from injury. He played well in the Super Bowl against Mahomes. Other, yeah. than, other than that kind of bad fumble that Bolton returned, which may have actually cost the, the Eagles the game. Um, he was a solid player in the playoffs, solid, great player of the regular season. Is he kind of de facto maybe the NFC's best quarterback with Brady retiring and Rodgers moving on? Um, you know, maybe, I don't know, but it's one season though, so it's hard to yeah say. They've only, yeah. Um, his well, backup, he's, yeah. He's very solid, right? So they don't really need the quarterback to be, you know, doing everything for them too so no yeah last year they had Gardner Minshew as the backup and I think this year they're probably a little better as a backup with Mariota Marcus Mariota mm-hmm. um although Minshew is pretty good too but uh but he's I think Mariota has been a decent starter he's been a starter that's led the team led the team to a playoffs in this league um Mariota's not he's 29 he'll be 30 in late October um he won the Heisman Trophy in Oregon in 2014, number two overall pick in 2015 by Tennessee. Great college player, good passer, mobile, but he's been fairly kind of injury prone, fragile by NFL standards. So he's he's kind of a big guy. He's bigger than I thought he was. He's six four. Um, he started most of his time in Tennessee when he, he was drafted by the Titans from 15 to 19. Then he started. Then he uh, he then he was backup for two years in Oakland, uh, where he didn't really see much action and then he started early on for the falcons last year um uh he was five and eight for the falcons 15 touchdowns nine interceptions 2200 yards passing plus 400 plus rushing yards or rushing touchdowns so he's kind of a similar player to hertz in a lot of ways Mm -hmm. Uh, 34 and 40 in his career as a starter Uh, he's hawaiian uh which would uh, a little bit like uh to a, Poly- a Polynesian descent, so, um, but he's a good, a very good backup, I would say. Probably somebody who could be starting in the league at some team, like in the NFC South. I think he should he should be starting. I don't think uh, Ritter should have probably been 
put in for him, but maybe I don't know. But Mariota is a good backup. I think a good. I think uh, Ian Book, who's twenty five years old, fourth round pick from New Orleans in twenty twenty one out of Notre Dame, is a very good third quarterback. He's got some upside. He's similar in a lot of ways to Mariota and Hurts because he is a because he uh, is is mobile and is a good passer. Three year starter at Notre Dame, led Notre Dame to the college football playoffs in twenty twenty. A little bit smaller than either Marietta or Hertz, but 9,000 yards passing in college, plus 1,500 rushing yards and uh, 17 touchdowns. Didn't turn the ball over very much in college, only 20 interceptions, the 72 touchdowns. Um, he was drafted, as I said, by the Saints. He played one game for the Saints in 2021, didn't do very well. 12 of 20, 135 yards, two interceptions, quarterback rating of 40.6. Um, he kind of immediately went to the Eagles practice squad last year. So he's been on the Eagles two years, um, but didn't play much at all. Hasn't played, hasn't played since that bad game in his rookie season, which isn't surprising that you would have a bad game as a fourth round rookie. Um, but the fourth quarterback is Tanner McKee, 23 years old, sixth round pick from Stanford. He had a terrible, terrible record as a collegiate starter. <laughs> went six and 16 uh, for the Cardinal. He has no mobility whatsoever. He has only thrown 28 career touchdown passes, but he's thrown 25 interceptions. But he's 6'6", so he's big. He looks like a quarterback, which is probably why he was drafted. Um, seems like Book was the superior player at a similar level. He played at Notre Dame versus Stanford. Uh, you know, But I guess you need another guy. But it seems odd that they drafted him rather than just like picking somebody up as an undrafted free agent. Why not just draft a different position player rather than Tanner McKee, but um, maybe he's got something that we don't see that hasn't been revealed yet, but he has not had much success in college. So it seems like it's hard to do well in the NFL if you don't have success in college. Because well, it's NFL... much harder to evaluate the player, right? As a, being a potential NFL player, if he hasn't seen much success in college. Yeah, it's, it's, a little bit puzzling. Maybe he has, I guess he probably has good mechanics and does well in workouts and things like that. But yeah, he was, oh wait, I'm sorry. He has 15 interceptions, not 25 interceptions as a starter. So 28 and 15, but he only threw 13 touchdowns last year as a starter in 12 games. He threw 15 the year before. So he had a better year in 2021 than he did in 2022, but, but he's six, six, he's um, tall. And I guess that's why, but, so he's, his, his interceptions are not as high that I guess. So sorry, apologies to uh, Tanner McKee. I had a typo there, but um, but still, he doesn't he doesn't have a lot of college production, despite being a two time um, two year a two year college starter. So, um, but that's the Eagles. It, it looks like he uh, handled the bulk of the playing time uh, in there. First preseason game, he did get. He was ten of twenty for one hundred forty-eight yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions, and that kind of kind of jibes with what he did in college. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Not that great. Um, it's but, fine, but they're also not asking him to be the primary starter. From- yeah, the key has a total of negative eighty-six yards rushing uh, in his college mm-hmm. career as well. A lot of kneel downs, probably. I guess 80, kneel downs. 80 so. kneel downs, no other rushing attempts. Is that, yeah. is that what you're guessing? Apparently. He had six rushing touchdowns over the course yeah. of He had an interesting uh, rushing total in his junior year. He had 61 attempts for four yards positive for a .1 average. Uh, but last yeah. year, he had uh, 74 attempts minus 90 yards for a minus 1.2 average so he's <laughs> averaging n- negative 0.6 yards per rush for his career so he is very like you had said though you kind of think a different style is sometimes good for backups he has a very different style from any of the other three quarterbacks i guess but philadelphia has you know backup covered and they have possible you know taking flyers on potential third quarterbacks that could develop. So they're, they're doing fine. But I, I guess you, the one quibble is why would you waste a draft pick on mm. somebody that you could have gotten just as good, even if you couldn't have gotten that guy, particularly from the undrafted free agent uh, scrap heap. Yeah. Yeah. 
How about our final team of the NFC? Should they have tried to find somebody off of the scrap heap to fit, take a fourth QB role? Uh, Washington Commanders. Possibly, but even though they, they don't have – they're doing at least what Atlanta is doing in the NFC South – uh, rather than doing what Green Bay is doing in the North, really in similar state. anyway, but they're they're paying their backup a lot more than than uh, you know Atlanta is paying their backup, right? Yeah, or, yeah. Well, Heineke is not making as much as Brissett is, I guess. That's that's what I'm saying. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, but they have similar kind of. So yeah. Commanders have Sam Howell as their starter, probably. Jacoby Brissett as the backup and Jake Fromm as their third quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have con- what was the contract inf- contract? Uh, yeah, so um, Hal's making less than a million for this season, as is Fromm, uh, but Brissett's making eight and a half million, so he's the ninth highest paid NFC quarterback, uh, and is the highest paid backup, well, presumed backup of any of any team in the NFC. Yeah, well, yeah, how, yeah. So it, it seemed odd, maybe to some, that the, the Commanders didn't go after a quarterback in the draft, uh, but they thought that Sam Howell, who started one game last year, he was he's twenty two, so younger than a lot of uh, these uh, you know first year quarterbacks. The way they've uh, been coming out, twenty two fifth round pick from North Carolina last year, three year college starter. He threw for over 3,000 yards and ran for over 800 yards in 2021, his last season in college. 92 career touchdowns in college to 23 interceptions, so um, solid college career. Started his final game of the 2022 NFL season against the Cowboys, and Washington won that game. That was when Washington was out of playoff contention because, in part, Ron Rivera forgot what the standings were a couple of games earlier when he started Carson Wentz instead of Heineke thinking, oh, we don't need to win this game. We can win the next one and still make the playoffs. Well, that was not true. Um, But Washington won that game. He went 11 for 19 for 169 yards, one touchdown, one interception, one rushing touchdown as well. Taylor Heineke-esque numbers, I guess you might say, Uh, but he's a younger Heineke. But it's still a big gamble going with him as a starter. Uh, Both Heineke and Wentz are gone from last year. Uh, apparently Sam Howell also apparently has never eaten beef or seafood. He's only had, he only eats chicken as his only meat. Apparently he's a quarter Korean as well. Uh, just, um, I don't know. Something I learned from his Wikipedia article, but, uh, never had beef. That's it was difficult to do. Yeah. I guess if, you know, if you're, um, Hindu or something like that, that would be, yeah, similar. I think, yeah, it seems a little. As an American, or if you were vegetarian completely, that would be maybe more normal. But if you're, yeah. you eat chicken, and, and and like most of those people, most of the people like you might think is vegetarian, they would eat seafood over other things. Yeah, but like I don't really like seafood because I just I'm I'm a land lover, but uh, it's interesting that the only he only yeah anyway I don't know it's a, but he's only had chicken. I don't know. They didn't say anything about pork or any other uh, meat, but. Um, that's Sam Howell. I don't know. You, so, uh, where's the beef? You might ask. Uh, of he Sam. will have no idea. He no. won't know how to answer that question in any way. Well, it's an old, well. He it's pre it's a reference that predates him. And, and <laughs> for reference yeah. and content, though, like it's just not yeah. aware of. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Even Jacoby Brissett, probably the where's the beef reference. <laughs> uh, predating because he's a 30 years old he was he will be 31 on december 11th and uh December 11th, which is my birthday he was born december 11th, 1992 so he's exactly 14 years younger than i am mm. he was a third round pick from nc state he also started his career at florida uh in 2016 drafted by the patriots he's almost six foot four he was drafted by the patriots kind of as the most recent of the uh, potential brady replacements of Jimmy Garoppolo, Matt mm-hmm. Castle, all of those guys that were kind of brought in as possible uh, heirs apparent, uh, but uh, Brady outlived them all. He went pretty much immediately after one season with the uh, Patriots to the Colts. Was there for four seasons, the Dolphins in twenty one, the Browns last year, where he started before Deshaun Watson returned from his suspension. Um, uh, Brissett has a career 18 and 30 record as a starter. 
Solid backup, decent spot starter, 48 touchdowns to 23 career interceptions. So solid. He actually filled in twice for Andrew Luck as starter for the Colts. That's where most of his starts came from. Um, Luck got hurt early or before the season started in 2017. He retired just before the 2019 season, leaving the uh, Colts in a lurch both times. But um, he seems slated as the backup here, although he, I think he could fill in as a, a decent starter. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, Jake Fromm is the third quarterback. He's 25. 2020 fifth round pick out of Georgia by the Bills. He's younger than his former backup Stetson Bennett. And he's been in the league for four years. Uh, so um, <laughs> he was waived by the Bills just before the 21 season, picked up by the Giants. But this is his second season with Washington. He was on the practice squad last year. Pocket passer. Only NFL action was in 2021. Uh, with the Giants, started two games, 210 total passing yards, one touchdown, three interceptions, only a 38.9 passer rating. Do you know what Jake Fromm's nickname is? I have no idea. A popular series of commercials, uh, a, an organization that uh, Patrick Mahomes is also uh, involved with. Is he Jake from State Farm? He's Jake from State Farm. That's his Jake nickname, Fromm. Jake from State Farm. Yes. I would think something like the Frominator, something yeah. like that. <laughs> Yeah, but he is apparently Jake from State Farm. So he wears, actually wears khaki pants on his uh, off days uh, when he's not wearing the white or gold or perhaps maroon of the Washington Commanders. Yes. Commies. Whether or not they'll have that nickname for much longer remains to be seen. But the commanders have three quarterbacks, but still they seem to be, even though they're, they're kind of starting, thinking of an iffy starting quarterback plan, at least they're better prepared, it seems like, if that goes south than the Green Bay Packers are. Everybody seems better prepared than the Green Bay Packers mm. if, the, if plan A does not work out. Um what do you what do you think about Washington? Uh, any any other comments that we have? Uh, well, it looks like their um, usage of quarterbacks in the preseason they did use all three. Uh, Howell played like the first quarter plus some. He was nine of 12, 77 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, maybe the most interesting thing from that game was the uh, end of first quarter score, two to zero. Ooh, that's one of those uh, scores that we would like to have in uh, a safety. And that's a 2-0. I think a, yeah, that would, a 4-3 four, a four to three game would be a, a nice one. Uh, any base, baseball scores are, are, are always fun. Uh, low baseball scores, not, you know, 7-6 to six or something like that yeah. in the first quarter. That's, that's, that's pretty pedestrian. But, uh, yeah, 4-3 to three or, yeah. Two to two, that would be a good one. That'd be great. Two zero is pretty weird, though. Two zero, yeah. Safeties are, yeah. That's a real defensive struggle, <laughs> right? And what was the safety? Was it a sack in the end zone? What, what was it caused by? I was actually trying to look at that. It looks as though, uh, it was a holding penalty in the end zone. Hmm. Automatic backed up uh inside their own five yard line and uh yes took a technical safety not an actual sack mm-hmm. or a block punt or something like that now but yeah yes penalty in the end zone oh well oh well uh, well but yeah that, that, that it, it is like the weird you know, outlier sort of team where it's like a league minimum starting quarterback uh, backed up by a top 10 paid quarterback mm-hmm. uh, is, is, is a bit strange. That's the wacky NFC for you. Um, the NFC is the division, or is the conference where the quarterbacks are not as good, maybe not seen as, as important. Maybe they'll build the rest of the roster up, above uh, the level of the AFC, uh, since the AFC quarterbacks are are taking uh, so much money, it's hard to say. Maybe the uh, position player, the uh, non-quarterback position players, will all go to 
the NFC. Uh, but yeah, it's a little strange. And it seems like the NFC is really anybody's for the taking if they're if if a, a really good quarterback can develop out of uh maybe one of those places where you don't expect it. So I I'm looking forward to this. Uh, upcoming season and looking forward to us also to next week where we talk about the AFC quarterbacks in but in uh in a few possibly a few different installments uh, just like uh, it seems like this week is going to uh, possibly be divided into multiple installments because we have so much information to be packed into we can't even fit it into one supersized warning track hour hour uh this time it's just too much supersized and then another episode is what it's going to end up being i think yeah okay yeah we'll we'll let we'll let uh the boys in the lab and dr scaff uh worry about that uh do we have should we should we uh consider signing out i think we should yeah not just consider it, but actually go ahead and sign out all right let's go ahead and do it then um <laughs> this has been another uh wonderful time with all of you uh viewers and listeners and Dr. Scapp and I are especially grateful for your patronage, listenership, viewership. Uh, but we have to end this week's um, episodes of the Warning Track Hour Hour, uh, focusing on the National Football Conference. And we will be back next week with the AFC previews. We'll talk more about what happened in the preseason, maybe more about baseball and perhaps the Women's World Cup and other exciting perhaps the new FIBA uh basketball upcoming uh champ uh, world cup as well men's FIBA bath uh FIBA world cup uh we'll, we'll we'll talk about maybe all of that stuff uh next week but you'll have to hold tight uh for another seven or so days so until then I uh remain Dr. Michael Werman he uh remains Dr. Andrew Scaff we remain the warning track power hour Please like and or subscribe to our podcast or, or YouTube channel. And on that uh, piece of boilerplate, we will say good day. <laughs>